Good evening, Nofos. How are we all doing? I was. Hi, Lance. Oh, mate, you? Not too bad, not too bad. Hi, Gaz. Hi, Simon. Thanks oh, for jumping on early. Good chat up. That'd help, wouldn't it? Saying there's no one commenting. <laughs> evening all, evening all. Hi, Andy. Evening, buddy. Hang on, there we go. Ah, yeah. Good week, mate. Busy week. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, busy. Um, I did have something funny yesterday, uh, earlier happened, actually. So, uh, as a reminder oh, to everybody... Ah, Paul's here as well. Hi, Paul. Hello. Oh, you all right? Are you all right? You all right? Just, just, just slipping in underneath there. I like it. Well, that's how I roll. <laughs> yeah, baby. We know it. I was just casually upstairs trying on my combat, so I thought I'd jump in. As you do. Okay. <laughs> that's all. I just had, a, I had my, my pajamas on, so I thought I can't go on there with that. So the only thing to grab. Well, the blue and white stripey ones. <laughs> just grab me. Look at that. Let me. me. Fat oh, bacon Association, yeah, got me bacon on there. Yeah. Good play. <laughs> Evening, James. Oh, I've done something with my ears. So I've got my Got me out on. It's, Fair uh, play, mate. Yeah, Lovely stuff. <laughs> oh, I bought a, uh, I bought a new hat this week. I got the uh, after last week's episode we were talking about uh, um, boonies and stuff. I got the uh, the UF Pro boonie, which is nice. Uh, it's beautiful. Like it. I love it. So, yeah. Oh, uh, no, anyway, so I was going to tell you a story. I was going to tell you a story. So, uh, November Foxtrot's oh, yeah. live, by the way, if anyone's interested. Just flashed up my laptop. Oh, cool. <laughs> thanks. Well, um, so I was saying to the missus earlier, I was like, bugger, uh, my... <laughs> bugger fuckers. Sorry. My, um, so my wife's obviously pregnant, uh, for those that don't know, and uh, I was thinking, hey! oh, crap, it's Mother's Day on Sunday. So I was like, right, uh, here we go. Here's, here's a trick to win some husband points here. So I was going to get her something, but I was like, oh, uh, we normally go to Tesco's together. So I was like, oh, um, I'm definitely going to come with you tomorrow, but I'm going to get some stuff. Um, so I've got to get some stuff for myself. And she was like, oh, what do you need? So I said, just as a joke, I was like, I'll get some condoms and lube. And she didn't bat an eyelid. And I was like... Why would she? Why? Why?" <laughs> and I asked her, I said, do you not find that weird that that's what I'm buying? And she went, no, I'm assuming it's just an airsoft thing. <laughs> I was like, great, great, absolutely fantastic. Like, I'm surprised what are you anticipating we're using them for? Didn't turn around and say we've got two crates and a bucket to get through first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Kevin and Perry go large where he chucks his clothes out, just fills his suitcase with condoms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a particularly funny story about half an hour ago now, where I nearly karate kicked my son through the wall of the house. So oh, he was sitting God. on the. <laughs> <laughs> not not condoning this at all, by the way, but completely by accident. But he was playing them, um, watching something on his iPad on the sofa, and there was like a karate sound in the background, like a hiya. So I've come tearing out the kitchen like a bat out of hell, and sort of attempted to jokingly fly and kick across the living room towards him, not knowing that there was a blanket on the floor which I tripped on, and literally my foot went towards his face and just went and skimmed him and just planted into the back of the chair, and I was just like, "Oh God, I'm so glad." Don't tell your mum. Don't tell your mum. Here's a tenner. Here's a tenner. Order yourself a curry. Don't tell your mum. Well, I haven't got any fun stories, um, but uh, we are teaching my two-year-old at the same time as obviously having the baby. The two-year-old's potty training. Um, oh, she sneaks behind, sneak behind the sofa, um, and, and the other half was talking to her, and she's she said, "Oh, she's pointing something towards the fridge." Because um, we've got like a family room, so yeah, uh, obviously the sofa and the TVs and all that sort of stuff in there as well. Um, so we're all sitting in there, and she, oh yeah, she pointed something. She pointed something in the, in the fridge. All right, no worries. I'll, I'll go around and sort it out. So I stood out from the sofa, walked around the back, 
and and trod straight in the steaming. Oh <laughs> no! That she'd planted behind the <laughs> behind the sofa, and she wasn't <laughs> telling us that she wanted something out of the fridge. She was telling us that she'd taken a shat on the floor. <laughs> uh, a, quick, a crucial question, though, Paul: socks on or off? Socks on, thank fuck. Ah, oh. so we're Does like a play yeah, well, it's, yeah. Like, it's like a Play-Doh machine, Mike. It just come up between the gaps in the toes, like spaghetti. <laughs> I literally just felt it. I just felt it going on and thought, nah, mate. So I just, I didn't go full on down and, you know, splatting everywhere. But I just thought, that ain't right. I didn't pay much attention in science, but I know that that, that sort of opposing force of something on the floor that's a bit squidgy yeah. when you're uh-huh. potty training. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Just jumped, fell to your back and just like, medic! I'm just waiting for my... Uh, <laughs> Just waiting for my 18-year-old to find that sock that I've been in his bedroom now. I was going to say, finish my, waiting for my 18-year-old to finish potty training. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be training in that. <laughs> uh, socks slip, gone. Slip it in the pillowcase. Well, on that note, on that note. <laughs> yeah. uh, hi, Wayne. Thanks for joining. Hi, Roy. James. Uh, Gaz says you need to tailor that boonie bit. Yeah, I know. I've literally just got it out of the packet. Um so I will have a little play around with it. Give the man a chance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the chief is back. (laughs) I love there for you, Paul. Well, Uh, one. One. One love. That's all you need, baby. I I went to school with since I was 10. He didn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he knows what you like. Uh, He puts up with me every Tuesday, Thursday and Sunday on Call of Duty. So it's probably not as bad. Andy's saying oh, thanks man. to the uh, Jungle Dot vid. Um, so anyone that's interested, we've got uh, a video that Lance has very kindly done one-handed of the Jungle Dots. Professionally, um, that was to me. I was. Yeah, I'll take the piss. <laughs> oh, actually, he also says. I think you've had some good training in one-handed technique, clearly, because you managed oh, that. Yeah, right? Absolutely, yeah. Especially with the camera in the other. Condoms in his airsoft kit. I'm just ignoring absolutely. you, so I'm just going to keep going. Uh, Gaz condoms. Which is about me and him get together. It's all just to, to, just to, just evolve straight into sex, isn't it? Really, <laughs> sexually orientated conversation. Yeah, the November Bridge. Fox. Well, this is how we're going to fund the podcast. Is November Fox to our OnlyFans account? Just Paul wiggling his shitty toes. Paul wiggling his shitty toes at the camera <laughs> for, for, for the niche market. <laughs> people are going to pay money for that. They would. Hi, Tony. Uh, Dad says the king oh, of blue uh, ribbons is in the building. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it wasn't a melted blue ribbon, was it? That gone down the side of the sofa. <laughs> no, it didn't taste it. That's what he's telling himself. <laughs> I thought that at first, but when I when I gave it a lick, I thought, no, it's definitely not a blue <laughs> ribbon. Oh, oh, you absolute animal! <laughs> oh, I've, never a, I've never seen a blue ribbon with sweet corn in it. It's one of them top vegan type ones, doesn't it? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, come on, stop it now. Stop. Uh, Roy says Enough. someone has to make uh, Paul look good on COD as well. So there you go. Yeah, that's why we get. That's why we get my Swedish mate to join as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, so this. Oh, he's gone already. That's it. That's uh, I'm back. He's, he's I don't back. know what's wrong with my internet. Um, but this week we're doing a general Milsim Q and A. Um, so we've had a number of questions come in. Uh, from people before the episode throughout the week. So thanks for that, for jumping on the socials. Very kind, um, guys. Feel free thank you. to throw some questions in the chat and we'll get to those. Um, but first off, blank firing guns, yay or nay? 
Um, what do we think? Well, I guess what, in general, or generally outside schools? Well, or? I'm I'm, I'm going to take it. Uh, <laughs> I'm school pickup. Get in the car, bike. bitches. <laughs> so at events, me, at events. Me. Let's go with that events. So I I think right that there's a place for it. Um, so I when I first went to um, the Glad event at uh, Longmore, mm. and I wasn't expecting it. Um, because I didn't know that they were using, I just thought it was normal airsoft rules, you know. Um, and then, kind of, when you're, you're sort of charging down the street and the, the QRF turns up with that propane powered 50, 50 cal, it's the best. And then you've got other people that are just sort of walking around with a little Russian, um, you know, blank firing guns and all that sort of thing. I think, I think it's, it just adds to another level of it, you know. And, and it, you know, it, even though you know that you're in a safe environment, and you know that, um, you know that, that these ain't real real bullets flying around your ear holes, but just to have those clacking off in the background every now and again, and then someone getting disgruntled because they're more prone to a misfire than any other gun invented in the history of man, uh, they tend to sort of get two <laughs> rounds off, and you've got some <laughs> some sort of stoppage there. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Paul, it does, it does, it does add a massive immersion factor to, does, a, to an event, get, doesn't it? You you've got the, them bangs uh, going off. Yeah, and you, obviously you get you know the op four guys or whatever, and they'll they'll manage to snap a, a you know a blue four guy, and they'll have him on his knees inside one of the um, you know jams mutt huts or whatever, doing the doing the old sort of execution and all that sort of thing, you know. And I think it's, it's, it. it's, it's whips just, out a macker yeah. off and just pops in one there. You know, it's just he's a laugh. I, I must admit, I do sit there sometimes thinking, you know, you see it say it's all pistols really that they mm. get there, um, but I'd love someone to just jump around with an AK. You know, blank fire an AK and just get to slice a smile your birthday party or whatever, like Martin says. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, no. I'm a massive fan of it, mate. Absolute massive fan. But time and a place, you know. Mm. Uh, so, would you say, so would you say it's probably more for like the immersion aspect rather than actual gaming? Because um, so so there is an aspect to this, which is some people use blank firing pistols and they're running around and they're pointing at people. And the idea is, is that because they're pointing at you and firing, you've got to take that hit. I don't agree with that. I think if, like, for example, for the like, like Paul mentioned, the fifty cal. I mean, that's that's a film set. That's a film prop type weapon. You know what I mean? That's that's obviously where they sourced it from. A company. I don't know which one or who it is, but um, and obviously in the briefing, um, big man Mike, he always says, you know, um, obviously with the fifty cal firing, it, there's no projectile to come out of it. It's purely for the immersion factor. But obviously, people are required to act accordingly. If you are taking fire from that, you 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 know you, you have to seek, take cover. You know what I mean? Stand in it, front it, of it, laughing. Rightly so, and all, yeah, because obviously it's just not gonna, it's not gonna have the effect that they want it to have an event, and you know, it's it's yeah, it's gonna spoil it for the guys who are carrying out the QRF task, and it's gonna spoil it for guys on the ground and that. So, I mean, yeah, obviously nothing's gonna hit you. Obviously, that's ridiculous, but it's a blank firing uh, weapon. Um, it's purely there for, for the immersion, for the look of it, for the effect of the of the event, and you know, you just got to act accordingly to if you're being hit by it or it's it's in your direction. You know, you take cover, go behind a building, this that, and the other. You know, that's what you do. You know, so. Yeah. It worked, didn't it? I think you know. It did, yeah. I didn't it, see anyone really take a piss of it at Longmore. No, um, yeah, everyone did kind of run. It's quite good as well because you, when you hear it fire out, you think Ooh, someone's getting some. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. You're <laughs> right over the other side, thinking. You do see this boom, 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 boom. You're like, oh. <laughs> especially hurt. when, especially when we were blue for, and then it was definitely being fired at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you, you guys, you guys mapped your office at one point, I think, and then yeah, we did. did I think the first, the first one that we went to. Um, if I remember rightly, 
we we took it just outside the Alamo. So on the road that goes down to is it Jams Mutts or Jams Huts or whatever it is, Jams Mutts Something Close. Like that, yeah. yeah, so the mm. road that goes kind of nearest to the Alamo past the police station, uh, and then you yep. can sort of go right the way round to the railway bridge. We took it just there, so it was facing uh, the Alamo as well. Uh, and I remember sort of some rounds going off on that, but it does. It gets you go. It, it sort of gets you going a little bit. It, it gets the adrenaline pumping a little bit more as well. Um, you know, you certainly know it's there, um, and as, as long as people play accordingly with it, yeah, I think you know it does. It adds to, like exactly as Gaz says. You know, as to the realism. That's it, um, mate. Yeah. To me, it's just like your old school AEG to your TM blowback type. You know the the rattle that you get off of that, off of off of like my four one six and your bolts, etc. And then you get you get your people with your gas blowbacks. It's just almost mm. a natural progression of that. You know, yeah, it's a bit louder. Yeah. Makes your makes your ears prick up and um, gets puts the willies in you. Well, there's, there is that. There's nothing there better be than an event. It's a, it's a bonus at any event. <laughs> it's isn't the it? reason yeah. we do it. <laughs> Right, we had a question in from uh, Dano underscore 46 on Instagram. would be interested to hear what kind of kit you guys use for an Op4 loadout. So I've I've only done a PMC type role as an Op4 kind of thing. I did do a cartel one once, um, but we just went in DPM, so I can't really I trust for this. I think, I think this might be more of a pool question because obviously... Mm. You, yeah, you I mean, I've never done... Up. I'm the same as Mike. I've only ever done a PMC role um, sort of thing. So, so I think we were defined to have... Uh, solid colours, so I think they they steered us the the Legion one steered us to be as close to sort of a a civilian populace as you as you can, um, which was uh, right, Mark. Um, yeah, so as close to a civilian population as you can. So if you you know get guys walking around in jeans, um, you know sort of like lumberjack type shirts. It depends on what you know what suit pop you're playing. So I think they were sort of borderline. Like Belarus or something like that, the the Glad events. Right. Um, so you know, any I don't know, Christ, I'm not gonna put them down a bit here, but you know, like the jumble Sally looking type thick jumpers and, and that's that sort of stuff, you know, that's what they're tracky bottoms they and you, stuff. Yeah, they want you to dress like sort of villages that haven't got a pot to piss in because that's basically what you're playing. Mm, um, yeah, it's very one, fair comment. The, the first one that we went to, we we went with um tan, I think it was. So we had like tan tan cargo trousers. Uh, tan top, um, but then in the end, to be fair, I think I rocked up in jeans and like a lumberjack shirt, kept that on, and just trailed around with that for a bit. So that was that one for the op four. Um, the other one that we did was, uh, which was to be the, the well, the second one that I was supposed to have gone to was the cartel. Um, so for that one, I jumped on eBay and bought a load of sort of Escobar t shirts, um, mm. anything like that, you know, any, any, any t shirt with, with postman or anyone would have thought I was a nutter, big piles of cocaine printed on the front of it or whatever, and money. <laughs> so, uh, you know, anything like that. But unfortunately, I got two-thirds of the way down the A2 and um, the turbo and the intercooler and everything else went on the car and I, I put a smoke screen up across the motorway so I didn't make it to that event. But I've, got all that, I've got all that up in the loft still, all that gear. Uh, and then Bit the other fun. one was the Taliban. So that was the, um, you know, the black man dress. That's it, yeah, yeah, and they're, they're always um, look wicked. The guys, the effort that the guys put in for the Taliban side at APOC, um, when we do the NATO Taliban events, I mean, it, it is wicked. Like they've got the full dish dash, the head covers, uh, the the chest, the old fashioned style chest rigs with like wooden toggles and that. I mean, it is. It's bob the on. hats. 
the hats make a big difference for me. They I, do. I can't they remember do, the name definitely. of them. The proper, and, the and, and, and to a lot of to an event as well. I mean, because a lot of the time, if you're if you're in cover in like woodland, like you see behind me there, if you've got someone kneeling down, and you're trying to PID someone, and you're going on head cover. You know, if you've got both sides, they're out to wear boonies and this, that, and the other. And that's why I get why a lot of events are strict on no baseball caps for you, but you can wear a tack helmet, you can wear a boonie hat, but you can't wear this and you can't wear that. And it's purely for that reason, for, for IDing people, because it, it can be difficult sometimes. But, I mean, and again, going back to what Paul was just saying then, I mean, it's it's great, Al. Like, Paul there, he's taking the time, he's jumped online, he's uh, looked up different outfits and that. He's, he's, he's bought, actually buying bits for an event. So it, it shows how... How genuine and keen people are to to take part in Milsim because you I mean but for the Vietnam one I, I bought a full US Marines seventh cav or whatever it is air cavalry loadout do you know what I mean I mean not genuine stuff by any shape or form but it, it, it was it was uh, Tony Bassett approved though it was TBA so yeah I was, I'm happy with that you know the OD green shirt trousers I've got the patches in the correct places I like Dan wants to got them all wrong was told off by Tony but I got all mine right because I did the research. <laughs> for, those, for those who don't know, Tony used to do uh, proper like reenactment of Vietnam. Yeah, um, he's so done a Tony lot of shows stuff. and stuff like that. Like, so this, he was this our go-to guy. So this this is exactly it. So you, you've got you know your skirmish gear. So if you've got boots, if you've got eye pro, if you've got you know a gun, if you've got well, a jacket with pockets in, essentially, isn't it? Exactly that. Can you be. Know, so you, you don't have to be dictated to by massive amounts of money. So you know, we've all been there. You know, I've spent money on, you know, on on kit. Um, you know, loads of sort of things no greater than fifty pound. Mm. Um, just a lot of these things that are no greater than fifty pound. But then, you know, we, <laughs> you, you don't have to. And I think that's the best thing about it. It's all you need is your basics and the right mindset, and that's mm. it. Because you don't go on the blue four, you just you know. And if you do want to do blue four, just jump on eBay and just get some ex-military gear. You know, that's cheap as chips. If you fall over and put a hole in the knee, it doesn't matter. But if you haven't exactly. got that, and you know you've got a rucksack, or anything, it could be an old school bag. It's all you need. And a it, couple of those, like to you said, Dempel, ex-military kit, mate. It's cheap as chips, and no one can say that you don't look the part because <laughs> well, I do actually because it's ex-military kit. <laughs> exactly I mean? If you can get any more genuine than what I've got here, so you know, as long as you're not wearing there, like World War One in NATO. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. There's there's a there's a there's a there's a time period cutoff point. You know what I mean? We can't be running around like we we just come out from the Boer War or anything. But you know, there's, 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 there's probably events for that. I'd, you know, <laughs> that that Longmore event, you, you don't need it. You go up for. You can stick jeans, you know, as long as you might regret if it's pissing up the rain. Jeans and a yeah. t shirt, you know, cargo trousers and, and, and a whatever, you know, t shirt, shirt, anything you like, because you are playing essentially a third world type um, country who. Well, sort of usually war torn and sort of poverty stricken, isn't it? Exactly sort of that. So, you know, anything, just you've done a charity shop, you know, get a couple of things as long as it's, you know, for, for a couple of quid. And, mm-hmm. and it's just getting your base kit right that means if you get your head down, you know, you get a good couple of hours kip. When you get your break, you can have something to eat. You know, as long as you've got your gun that you know um, isn't going to really let you down. For the, you know, you're really confident to the the majority of the point. It's not going to let you down. But even if you do, chances are you've got 200 people there that one of them's going to know how to fix it. Mm, so exactly. you know, it is. And the, the the biggest thing you need is the right mindset. You know, if you're going to turn up there thinking, oh. You know, I haven't got everything. You know, I haven't got the latest kit. I've not got the night vision. Oh, da, da, da. You're not going to enjoy it. If you turn yeah. up there thinking, you know what? Fuck it. I haven't got everything, but I'm going to make the most out of this as I can. 
Yeah, especially if you're just starting out, you can't expect to go to your first event having everything on you because it's that's no. you know, it's just it's the border journey exactly. for you. you, got, you it's going it's a progression all the way through exactly, for years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you know, and then no one expects anyone to to bankrupt himself trying to get there for that first event because if you do, it could be like anything with airsoft. You know, you can go and spend three grand before your first skirmish, get to your first skirmish, get shot in the face and hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're stuck exactly so go, yeah. go yeah. to a mill sim take the cheap kit you know anything you've got you can ruffle up for a moment that you don't mind getting dirty um and, and then go on an op for definitely 100 percent. but what i will say is if you do a taliban one and you do wear one of those pork pie hats don't spend oh, the, the weekend on they got the packle hat jason jason ah, there we go guys. jason oh good there man packle so hat. I, I wore one for the weekend and wondered why i had a splitting headache and then i realized that i hadn't adjusted the width of the head circumference <laughs> to fit me <laughs> And I didn't realise to do that. You just and, roll a little bit. and it wasn't until we got to it, it's Saturday night, and someone I was like, oh, "Fucking his hair, man! My head hat is so tight. Whenever I pull it down, it was going. It was going like where things like if you if you wear a um, a beanie hat or whatever, sometimes they rub on your forehead. Don't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. Rash. It was like that, but really imprinted. Um, and then and someone <laughs> said to me, "Well, if you just take the hat off and unroll it a little bit, then it's less tight." Yeah, oh, shit. All right, I'm rolling it a little bit. Put it on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Where, where were you fucking yeah. 24 hours ago? Where were you Friday night when I'm staying? This hat's a bit tight. You sat in the other one that's going there. Let's watch this wanker. I bet he wears it till yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. night. See how long, see, see how he bets on to see when he breaks. When's he going to break? <laughs> throw me out on the floor. Throw that black outfit on the floor and tell I'm going blue for. Yes, I'm going to go sit in the car. I'm defecting. Fair play. Come <laughs> here. Become a national soldier interpreter over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Uh, hi Sean, thanks for joining. Maybe Sean out. Gaz says you always look at other people's kit and get ideas for what you want in the future. I completely agree with that. Both Absolutely, both op for NATO, whatever role. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, definitely. Mate. Yeah, no, uh, just yeah, jumping so back because this. Sorry, some, this some made me laugh. Just, oh, go on. Sorry, Wayne said anything with Care Bears on it looks great. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Can't can't argue with that, can you? No, so you got that's why that's why Paul had weekend. to change out of his jammies before he came on. I did, yeah. <laughs> Care Bears, and it's either that or my uh, my Disney Frozen ones. Disney Frozen <laughs> with the cape. <laughs> yeah, exactly Let that. it go, Paul. Well, oh. I try. Can't hold it back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as I say, you know, you go back to the op four side of things, um, you know, and you get guys that because they're not investing stuff in things like kit. They then get the opportunity to invest thoughts and ideas uh, in other things. So mm. you know, don't don't go out and buy two hundred quid worth of you know claw gear stuff when you've got stuff at home. But what they'll do is they'll spend twenty quid figuring out how they can conceal a gun in a briefcase, mm. or you know they'll pick up a cheap violin case or something like that and pretend that they're the the local musician. And but really, what they're doing is they're transporting pyro all the way around the base. You know, so use yeah, that. It's wicked. It's, know, the, the effort they put in is is it's really good. I mean, it's a bob on amount of effort the op four guys put in, especially at the Legion events. You know, I mean, they're really cracking sight to go up against. They really are. But the easy, the easy bit to get lost in it all is on the blue four side. So if I rocked up at my first event, at, at probably one of the blue four events at Legion, and was standing around with guys, like guys going out, you know, at city o'clock at night, I'd probably be more likely to sit there thinking, oh, I want those nods. Oh, I want that. I want that thermal. Oh, I want those cry trousers. I want that. You know, I want this. Mm. You know, because you you kind of that you are you can't help but be in awe of some of this kit. You know, because it's mm. it's almost like every kid's fantasy, and it's to 
run around with with some of the gear that we get to run around with. Whereas on the blue four side, uh, on the op four side, sorry, you know, you you just there isn't any of that. You know, you can't wear helmet um, equipment, so you can't wear nods as such. You can carry a monocular, you can carry a thermal, um, but the idea is that you're you're a villager, so the only ones that you might have is if you've picked up something off a dead NATO guy in the story, so to speak. So mm, yeah, you, know, you sure. get less less penis envy, if you will, by being on op four. Um, but then you can let your imagination go elsewhere and, and have fun. Mm. You know. Yeah, nice. No, good shout, mate. Fair play. Mm. James says, uh, Trilby hat was nice instead of a helmet all weekend. So, <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all the guys rocking them at Octa 8, weren't they, for the, uh, for the uh, villages and all that sort of thing. Uh, Simon says, watching the Misfits, 20 strong all in rice hats in black looked epic. Yeah, that was <laughs> the Vietnam event. That was wicked, that was. <laughs> James James C also jumps in with a pack hole. Thanks for that. I, I knew it was. I, I had it in the name in the back of my head. Uh, James also says Braganza Brigands had the best loadout of Hawaiian shirts all weekend. That's what I do tend to see for any DEA event. The cartel is always just brightly coloured. Mm. No chance of missing them. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I didn't expect to see um, when I did the when I did do that Legion event though. Is uh, you, you're kind of there and you, you're you're sort of around people on an op four side. That you know, kind of also wearing the jeans, wearing the tracksuit bottoms. A lot of them dress up slavy, you know. So they've got like the really sort of garish Russian civilian type tracksuits and all that sort of stuff on. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets to a stroke of whatever hour, about eight, nine, or ten of them disappear and then come back dressed as a full-on Russian hit squad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just go black. Where did that come from? I'm just like, oh, you know? hello. You got like the, didn't see the you during the briefing. Man. Nick Landau stacking next to you at six foot, Christ knows how much, you know, his guys are fucking... Oh, the man mountain, yeah, he's usually at the front of all the protests as well. And he's just kind of like, with all his Russian gear on, he's got his big fucking, what's it, metal type helmet on with a little sort of slit in the front. Shit, a brick. I'm pretty certain I've got a photo of my brother um, sort of squaring up to him at one of the events. We were sort of meant to be like keeping keeping the population back and my brother... He's just slightly taller than me, so he's probably what uh, five foot eleven, something like that. Um, and just the guy above him, just like looking down on him, and he's just like, he's oh. literally he's, one of his calves is like the size of me. It's just he's yeah. an absolute <laughs> beefcake of a man, brilliant. But he's a, he's an absolute gentle giant, though. He's a lovely fellow. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, definitely. And that's the difference. I don't, I don't think I've ever been to any of the events, and I've not done loads of Bill Sims. You know, what I mean, I'm still fairly fresh in that in the whole part of it, but I've never gone across and and stumbled across. Anyone that I would say, you know, you know, what a wanker, you know, I don't want nothing to do with them. They're, they're a bit, I just, I've not found it. You know, it might mm. be because that's the type of events. So, you know, Apocalypse is like, it's, it's like playing in my back garden. You know, you know people. It is, yeah. And, and that's what um, events, all, that's what all events should be like, really poor. I mean, like the first Legion event I, that I did with Mike and Dave and Dan and a couple of other bods, and we were put with an RCT 13, weren't we, in a little billet. Um, we'd spoken briefly on WhatsApp or the Facebook chat page prior to the event, and then as soon as we got there, it was like we'd we'd, we'd be uh, millsimming together for years. Do you know what I mean? Just everyone yeah. got on. Do you know what I mean? Uh, helping each other each other out with kit. Obviously, I'd never done an event there before, so Mark, who was the sort of like the overall team leader for the RCT thirteen and us lot as well, um, more than happy to help out, explain a few bits and bobs, the lay of the land and all that sort of thing. It was fantastic. It was really good. It really put a lot of because I was quite nervous about the event. Cause it was a big big thing for me. Uh, to do it and he sort of put a lot of nerves at ease and it, it was just it turned it's a brilliant event with some really brilliant people there do you know what i mean there's no mm-hmm. no we're in a good no squad though. i think that doesn't make a difference it was it was a cracking team we had a cracking team really good we were lucky james, 
James C says the most controversial one I ever saw was a team of four guys come as Jews with beards, black suits, and big hats on. Never seen anything so on PC in a while. Yeah, I mean there might be a line. There might be a line somewhere to maybe consider. Um, just, just. I don't know what sort know. of event that would be required to be dressed up as a as a as a Orthodox Jew. I'm get by the description there. I'm guessing he's talking about going for something like that. I don't know. I think this is that point in the question where we move on to the next one. Unless yeah. it was, unless they were reenacting the snatch film or something from the beginning. Well, that's what I was thinking. That, that's what I was. That, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Was like, you know, any response that we could come back with could be so politically incorrect. It yeah. shuts us down forever. James C. Tips for long range comms to zero during events. Um, oh, well, it depends, dep- depends on the event, doesn't it? Like, it depends yeah. if they've got a zero setup. If there's um, a zero setup, obviously, and there is a risk of you losing comms if you're further out in the field than what you would be to be able to directly talk, relay messages through other teams. I'm, I think I'm, there's we, about, uh, a bit, about to be a team between you and zero, so you can always relay a message if someone else picks you up. If you can't raise zero, you know, get another call sign to relay a message for you, perhaps. Um, given that's a, what I'd sort of rely on. Given a radio, I think, when we went to ours. Yeah, you will do. Yeah, you get one of the Aris, uh, the PC-152s, I think, whatever they are. They, they, yeah. I've never had a problem getting back to zero anywhere at Longmore with that. But then again, that the is like is, a two hundred and eighty pound handset. It's so. relatively flat, though, isn't it? There as well. It is, yeah. It's not Unless undulating land or anything. Back, and there's the, there, there isn't a great there, deal. Of, there is woodland there, but there isn't. It's not heavy, thick woodland. You know what I mean? There no. is a bit of a wood block there, but nothing to uh, to uh, compromise your comms or anything. So I think you'd be Whereas all right. You know, long more. Go to apocalypse or whatever, and you're down in the coppice or yeah, that's it. Yeah, a bit more difficult there, isn't it? But and I think you've got a thick canopy there as well, wouldn't you? So. You can um so I know this Lance, this was something that you and I sort of um messed about with with Dan a while ago, which was setting up uh biofeng repeaters. You can um, do it. I mean I did do yeah. it, but we never got the chance to actually use it. Um and with the repeater, what you it's it's two Bofang UV five R handsets um set to Vox. Oh, I'm trying to remember how you do it now. And you have an interlink you basically audio cable. wire one into the cable, the, like the, the out of one into the input of the other. In- input of the and other, yeah. And then you have two separate frequencies. So right. your uh, you would radio to one of them on one frequency. It then vox that to the next radio, which sends that out again. Sends it on um, again, yeah. Similarly, you can bounce it back. Um, there is a bit. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you search it on YouTube, because um, oh, I did get the idea from a guy on YouTube who explains it a lot better than I probably can, um, and it's basically just search up Bofang uh, repeater setup, and it'll display. He'll tell you how it all works, and obviously placing it on a high position, whether it goes up to the top of a tree somewhere on some sort of pulley that you could get it up there uh, with the aerials facing up or something like that. But there is a there is a method to it, so it'd be interesting if someone can do it and test it. That'd be great because I I made it and it all ready to go in a nice penny box, but um, never got the chance to use it, so. I don't know if them Harris ones, the, the Harris style, obviously. Um, but I say, I don't know, two and a half under three hundred quid, aren't they? Mm, yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not, they're not. I think you probably get them a little bit cheaper second hand, but I mean, yeah, they're not a cheap bit kit. And, it, and then it's all the parts are going because it's actually a mil spec radio. You have to have the, the, the all the connections, like the eight pin connections. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's the holy grail, isn't it? Comms. Mm, it's well, a good bit I of know, kit. I've been reading up on these. Apparently, they've actually got a lower power output than some of the Barofeng models. So it's and I, I appreciate that radio, good radio. I mean, that anyone in the chat that's you know into radios and stuff, they're going to shout at me. It's not all about power. It's to do with the, the quality of the aerial and various bits and pieces as well. But mm-hmm. um, there was a few people on one of the um, radio Facebook groups this week, sort of saying, "Should I should I buy 
sort of a Harris clone stuff. And quite often, you know, a lot of the responses I see, I mean, I'm not an expert, but a lot of the responses that other people were posting was that, you know, realistically, it's just an expensive bio thing. Right. I mean, aesthetically, you can get them cases, can't you, that your bowfang could go inside to make it look yeah. like it. So you still get the bowfang screen and the and the button contacts, but it's essentially in the green block type esque thingy. So, I think the umbrella of comms is the holy grail. Mm. It's, mm-hmm. it's like getting that riff that fires a hundred meters every time, like a laser. You know, mm. every airsoft that chases it, but I don't think you ever really, very rarely get there. Um, I'm still 25 then, you know, meters off at the moment. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. I mean, you, know, you look at you, you flick back through any of uh, you know a lot of the, the sort of most recent, um, you know, some of some of the cluster fucks that have happened in the Middle East. Comms, you know, I mean, these guys, you know are what? seals. These guys are SAS. These you guys say are, that because yeah, I listen to a, when I, when I drive to work, I listen to a lot of audio books. A lot of them are like are, are military stories and certain other sort. Big, big fan of them, obviously, for military stuff and bits and bobs. So I like the stories that go with it and the, the true stories of that. And there's there's got to be at least two or three times in every single bloody story or book or episode or whatever it is I'm watching, comms. And they've got fucking satellites in the sky dedicated to them. And they still can't talk to each other sometimes. So there's us tearing about yeah, but under acres of woodland because- both that's because it would ruin it if they could all talk to each other. If they could go, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck in a situation. Can you get me out of here? Yeah, that's fine. There's a helicopter on the way. No worries. Yeah, yeah. I suppose there won't be any over. movies then, would there? But, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? So, I mean, you could have as much as you want. and You could have two governments on your side with all the money in all the land. But it doesn't stack it, up to shit, does it? It doesn't stack up to nothing. When you're, out, when you're sort of boots on, the, boots on the ground, if you like, and your comms go down, and it's just like, Oh, fuck it. it doesn't matter what you got. You can have a paper cup with a bit of strings. Fuck you, Navy SEALs. I've got my 28-pound bio thing. That's it. Bosh, have some of that. But what we'll say is that, you know, that I think there is a number of things that people have with regards to issues on theirs is that, you know, they're dependent in some of the areas that they play with their radio. And we're not going to get into radios to, to, to too much because that's an episode in itself five times over. Um, We've done it. But exactly that, the aerial, you know, they, they keep the stock aerial. Um, you know, and, and it don't, it's like anything, they don't necessarily read into it too much uh, and understand about it, but <laughs> no, exactly, you know. Um, exactly, exactly Andy, know. exactly that, you know, everyone's got mobile phones. Everyone, everyone just needs to get on a WhatsApp video call, just just clap the selfie stick to your to your rig, just run around chatting. Right. You're, you're crawling in, crawling in the undergrowth, camoed right up, and all of a sudden you get a. Or <laughs> 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 well, the old bottle top, your, your phone stuck to your face like that, you look, oh, hang on. I'm just going to follow that 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 question from James up with his other question, which is: I'm curious, Lance, does a mission tailor's radio pouch increase the range? Absolutely does. I don't even know why you bothered asking me that. You know the answer to that one. Absolutely does. Hundred percent. It's something to do with the liner and the material. I got in touch with the guy at Mission Taylor before he sent it, and he's actually turned it into a Faraday cage. So Lance's power tank is stuck up. I said, yeah. As soon as that, apoc- as soon as that nuke drops, mate, and that apocalypse kicks in, my radio's a bomb on. All right, so who are you fuckers trying to talk to each other because you can't? But then, yeah, having said that, I won't be able to talk to anyone apart from myself. So, hello, 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 hello. hello. Oh, it's me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> right, we had uh, some questions. Rage, Rage, uh, I know for the usual regulars, um, he's also a regular on the show, but he was unable to make it this week. But he did leave three questions. Uh, the first was, where did Nine Volt Airsoft go to school and why can't he read email, Instagram and Facebook addresses? Clearly, I didn't go to school, uh, a proper school. Um, I went to Maidstone, Boys Grammar, if oh, anyone's well, interested. There you go. Just to, uh, just to drop that one in. 
Should have said I would. I didn't bother. <laughs> uh, I can't read them just because there's too many. I get confused. Um, he also says the punished one posted a picture of a DMR the other day. Would love some more information about it, where he got it upgraded, etc. Oh right, yeah, okay. The DMR. So that uh, DMR that I've got there is a Mark Twelve. It was a Bolt Airsoft. It's the Mark Twelve Mod One, um, which I acquired from a friend of mine who no longer wanted it. Uh, so I had a full internal upgrade done to it, which uh, actually I'm gonna have to resort to my phone with all my bits and bobs on it. So a kind gentleman called Giuseppe, who lives just up the road from me, who's a, a an amazing gun tech, who's very local. So dropped it off to him. And what he done for me uh, was obviously a full new internal upgrade. It was a new gearbox, new gearbox shell. And because obviously the bolt's got the blowback system in it, um, that had to be modified to obviously keep the blowback and keep the recoil, the BRSS recoil system that the bolt, the, a lot of bolts now come with. Um, so he done that. Um, new hop unit, uh, hop rubbers, barrel, uh, tightening gate MOSFET fitted, um, uh, shims, gears. It, it, it basically it, all, all the original on that gun is literally the shell now it's, it's had a full internal upgrade so um and i took it out well luckily enough of a, a new friend of mine shall i say and edward who's, who's usually in the chat there uh, uh it's his uh, cousin who's uh, luckily uh, fortunate enough to own some land um which isn't too far away from me um gave me permission to use it for my out a bit of exercise i'm allowed on your own or whatnot so i was able to go out and uh actually test fire it over the weekend and um i was blown away because i mean a lot of people I've, i'm not okay with teching guys and the results you get from weapons and things you do to them but um I've, i know from the fact that it takes a long time to break a rifle in you know you need to cycle a few hundred rounds in it before it actually gets to its sort of peak performance if you like so i, I mean I, I managed to put 150 200 rounds through this and it was pinging 75 meters targets consistently which i was blown away with so I'm more than happy with that i took a 30 meter tape measure out of me set 30 meters 60 meters and then 90 meters sort of pushing my luck a bit three targets um, hit the first two absolutely fine and then obviously took a couple more rounds to bring me onto the target uh, for the 75 meters when i had to bring in i couldn't wasn't quite hitting the 90 so i brought it in a bit uh, another five meters another five meters and then i was pinging away at 75 quite comfortably so um yeah i'm blown away by it absolutely uh, brilliant bit of kit so if anyone wants any details of of the guy who done mine um just send me a private message after this and i, I can sort of steer you in his direction uh, put you in touch if you do need any work doing so i highly recommend him he's absolutely faultless of what he does and he takes pictures of all the work he done throughout the project uh doing it all for me any things he come across any problems that he come across straight onto whatsapp with me let me know what he's got to do this and the other you happy for me to go ahead blah 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 so yeah it was completely transparent which was fantastic so yeah really happy with it guys yeah all good cool nice. and uh, his last question was what's a good first event slash milsim to attend so I'd say I, a local one, your local this. site. Yeah, uh, if it's your first yeah. time, I'd definitely try and stick to a site that you know. Um, obviously, people you, you you'd know, sort of thing that you've sort of skirmished with or something like that. If they if they run a milsim, that's probably that's probably your best. I mean, you don't have to necessarily, but if it's your very first time, probably sort of best to know the area that you're going to go to. Um, and I'd choose I a summer event as well. Yeah, if yeah, if 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 you if a battle sim a one dayer where you haven't got to have as much kit as what you'd need for a full like like forty eight hour up or or whatever it's going to be, um, but I'd certainly say yeah, a local event uh, to a site that you know, um, and like Mike just said, then a battle sim yeah, um, just for a day event sort of thing, so you can get a taste of being out on the rather than 
coming back after each game and then going back out again where you know the whistle goes you get your briefing you're out on the ground and that's in there for the whole day um yeah that's what i'd uh, I sort of suggest that as well mate it's a good shout that is the battle sim because i mean the, the one thing that's obviously the major difference between skirmishes and mill sims or any sort of like mill sim style event is um the the lack of stopping um i know that yeah. there was an event that we went to fairly recently which was um people stopped for lunch it was a bit like come on guys let's keep going you know yeah. you don't have to have lunch time <laughs> bring it with you <laughs> Lunch and sandwiches. Come on, let's. Yeah. let's not really, not really worry. So that, that was a bit weird, but yeah, it's mm. fine. You know, it's not the end of the world. You can play through it, but yeah. What about you, Paul? What do you think? All right, oh, I keep banging on at the, the the Legion events, but for me to have gone on that one first was absolutely it was spot on. So you're in up four. Um, it was a summer event, not too hot though. It was, you know, it was just nice. Um, you, you're there Friday night, but you don't play Friday night. So you socialise on the Friday night. So you get to just chat to people that you're going to be playing with. That's a good show. Um, you know, and that was that was nice. But then you're up the crack of sparrows on Saturday morning, straight down into, this is the first time anyway, you're straight down into the, the, the village, up four. You, you're allocated a house. So you're not sleeping under the stars. It's not, you know, even if it's pissing out with rain, you've got somewhere dry. Um, you know, you, you can take a camp bed, you can sleep on a mat on the floor, but you essentially you're dry. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need all the bells and whistles to do it. Um, do you know what I mean? So for me, that's, I think I, I might have had a different opinion of Milsim if I'd have done, say, Apocalypse first where we were kind of there. I didn't have the kit. I wouldn't have had the kit to have, you know, probably gone for one of those first because I didn't have a, a tent. You know, when I did my first one there with uh, Richie, um, which was the tally one, um, you know, I shared a tent with him. Uh, but, it was, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I think that that, that sort of step into the Milsim world, that first one at Legion, I think really was the one that, that turned the worm for me um, in regards mm-hmm. to what I like to play and what I don't like to play now. And then when yeah, I've done absolutely. that, I went on to went on to Apocalypse, which is an area that you know I'd never done a mills in there, so that was the unknown. But I knew the site and I knew the people, so that's your comfort. Whereas you know, obviously the the, the Longmore one, I knew I was staying in a house. Um, you know, I knew a couple of the guys that I was going with, but you know, the rest of it we were learning beyond that. But that was quite mm-hmm. it was quite comfy. But if not, you know, potentially something like one of the Octo events. Where mm. you're doing a two two one day event, um, yeah. Where you stop in the got, evening, and, yeah. And you've got the social in the middle. I know mm-hmm. that's not you know that's not necessarily to everyone's to everyone's preference. You know, um, I, you know, I know some of the apocalypse events. Um, you know, certain you know guys guys play up to a certain time, and then when it sort of that yeah the, the bell gets called at ten o'clock or whatever it is on a Saturday night sometimes, and everyone goes in the middle for beers and and banter. Some people decide to go oh, home, which is you know that then that's fine. Um, but I think you know the Octo event will get you used to a, a back-to-back battle sim. So you you know you, your body's going to suffer a bit from it because you're usually used to playing a skirmish, which is yep. two hours and one one hour perhaps. Whereas Octo is going to be eight hours in a tent. Are we there? 
He's the yeah, back. We can, we can oh, hear you. Oh, there you are. Eight hours in a tent. Cool. Sounds good to me. Thousand meter fucking download speeds. Someone's probably watching Pepper Pig and killing the internet. Um, yeah. So you know. So you, you, if you think you, you're used to doing two two hours and an hour of skirmish on average on uh, Apocalypse, whereas this you're going to be doing eight hours, potentially sleeping in a tent, getting up and doing another solid eight hours. So your body's going to get used to that side of it. Mm, um, and that that you know at the time when I did my first um legion event you, you know i was at my heaviest um and i i had never done it before um in, in, you know mill simming uh and and you felt it you know Definitely. so i think i'm you know octo i'm a you know I'm a, I'm a fan of that idea of stuff i think it's a, a fantastic transition um piece for people um because it is a, you know it's a difference it is that mindset you know, about you, mm. you're mentally going to cope. Your body's got to cope with it as well um, to get the most out of your eighty quid. Mm. For sure, so that'd be for, for me. Sure enough, yeah, you know, like a lawnmower and a, um, you know, and, and a, a sort of an octo style event. Or if you were doing something similar, like Apocalypse, um, but where we're doing fixed fobs, what you don't want to do is the first one go hard routine. Mm. You know, you wouldn't want to turn up for your first ever meal sim at the trees in you know Sterling. Um, because they can be three-day events and that will absolutely kill you because it's just non-stop, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, But if you go to Apocalypse, for example, and you've got a fob like we did last time, um, you know, and you've got, you know, Punish a Pit, you had the, the other bit, uh, or other ones where you've done it where you stay in the village and, again, yep. you guys are at Punish a Pit or at Stockade or whatever, you've just got somewhere to set up a bit of base camp, you know, and that, I think that's the important bit. It's just that breaking them in. So that nicely follows on, actually. There's a very, very quick question here from uh, Jason Sladen, which is, are you guys doing the next Octo 8 event? Yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Can't <laughs> wait. Genuinely can't wait. Can't wait, mate, to get out there for that, actually. I've been, yeah. I've been waiting since last year. Yeah. <laughs> Done the first one. It was uh, Tudnam. That was cracking. Uh, so we're looking forward to the doing this one on the new site. And this, is, this is the thing as well. This is so, you know, we, we said about this, this Octo event, and this is, this is the first time that I'd have done an event affiliated to you guys mm-hmm. um you know r- running alongside you guys so that you know is great i've never done an octo event um so again that's great and i've never played at the site um the same as the yeah, virgin territory for me and for, for me and my guys as well mate so it's gonna be good be a nice nice little fresh uh, fresh uh, area to get to that'd be cool and i think the, a, big the, map. a big map yeah, bring in a big map. Just try and get oh, laminated right. as well, so oh, we can okay. we can actually mark some stuff onto it. It's a big map. Beautiful. So, <laughs> yeah, big, big, big map. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, looks that's, after that's, me. And that's it. So you know, we know that there's the, the you know the different slices of that pie that, that splits into three. Never done an Octo event. Never played at Fulcum. Um, uh, but I know you guys. So that you know, it's one slice of that pie. Mm. But already, I know is is going to work. Um, you know, and to me, I've never done a battle sim before, so I'm doing a straight eight hours on this one, and I'm absolutely amped for it, you know. And the site, well, people, you hear positives and negatives about sites. Um, but again, it, for me, it rolls back to mindset. You know, mm. sites might not necessarily be the perfect places in the world. Sites might be in the making, but when I look at what the guys are doing at Octo to prep for that event, building things, you know, throwing their time into it, Mm, you know, at least all, at least all I can do is bring the right mindset that says, you know what, you know, I'm going to max this out as best as I can. Um, Absolutely, you know, and then, that's and the best then way to. But like we did, that we covered in that episode where we said about writing off uh, 
companies or events or locations and that it's like you know yeah. for all you know that's their first ever event yeah it might yeah. not have gone the way they wanted it to go um and i think some people who tend to have a bit of a mouthpiece on them afterward events and give feedback and say how poor it was or this that, and the other it's like well maybe you need to stop for a minute and think it was their first event uh let's give them the benefit of the doubt and try yeah. the next one and you can only it's learn from mistakes well. so you're not going to get it right every time do you know what i mean no no step, one does it'd be boring if you right did feedback as well you know that's Don't it yeah rather than just slagging them off just saying look guys I, I think maybe you could have done this or maybe try this next time you know it was a great site but you could have run it done maybe done that as a, as a suggestion to them not just like just completely berating them on, online and alcohol it's just uh, just another I think pay the, well, the majority of people that, that do this for a living are not just in it to make a few quid you know they're they, all on they do own. it to enjoy it mate do you know what I mean and the work they've got to put in to run them it's um it's a they, there's, there's a mad amount of work they have to put in a lot of hours go into these events and stuff like that. So you know, oh, yeah, to, yeah. the day yeah, after to then see online, oh, it was fucking this, it was fucking shite. I'm not going Especially back there. Especially when again. no one's you... saying anything on the day. Like, just... Yeah. And then you've got you've some, some poor bloke sitting at home thinking, well, no one told me that 12, 13 hours ago when they were at the site and it's all coming mm. out now. So I could have done something about it then. And the thing you know is mean? as well, you know, I've, we've got this event, it's coming up. I've, I must admit, I've not been to an event before where I've had to double print or double side print eight pages of of information. So you know, and the mere fact that they've sat down and done that, they've got six six podcasts now mm. as well, breaking the backstory of it. So if you've never That's been, it's good. It's a good. It's a great. At, I've not, the I've the not seen that before with event organisers as well. Is run, actually running a podcast um, in relation to the event. Are they talking the devil? Look, there they are. Yeah. Hi, Octo. <laughs> And exactly that, it's good if people can feed back during the game. Absolutely, because they're not going to know. And then by no. the time it's too late, you, you've sort of poisoned someone else's opinion towards a site that they haven't even been to yet. You know, and we've seen many examples of that across um, across our community of someone saying something, and then all of a sudden, a certain site starts getting loads of messages from people in the United States of America saying how crap their site is. They've not even been in the country. No. Like, what are you talking about? 100%, no, this is, and this is a trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, talk to the site directly. Do you know what I mean? Don't start berating people before you've actually spoken to the person. As I say, just look at the lead up to what we've been seeing from this event. So COVID hit. So everything was planned for Octo. Um, you know, COVID hit us. Communications throughout have been absolutely bob on on that one. Um, and then you go, right, what are we doing? So we're doing it on, they've got the sandbox. So, you know, people have been able to watch, uh, you know, a bit of a, a make-believe story associated to it build up. You've then mm. got the intel that's come with it. You've got the live chats. You know, I, I, I've got nothing but you know, very high expectations that I know are going to be met when I go to this event. This is it's run by people that care. And that's that's the difference, you know. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, it's like anything, opinions are like arseholes, everyone's got one. Um mm. but the majority of people that bring something negative didn't bring their fucking own game to the event. So mm. you know Absolutely, mate. make it make it what you will, but but bring your A game along and, and, and get involved. Don't just sit there and slag it off and sit back at the fob eating your corned beef sandwich. <laughs> anyway, Dano, oh, I do like a corned beef sandwich. I must admit, <laughs> bully beef. Dano, Dano underscore forty six on Instagram. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to mix stuff that we've had sent to us before and on the checks. Yeah, no, go on, mate, crack on. Uh, the whole basic of a weekend meal sim, the signing on, and the whole base camp. Where do you leave all your out of game stuff, etc.? So, um, Lance and I had sort of had a bit of a chat with Dano separately on this one. Um, so. What the, the question is basically how obviously do you sign up to a Milsim? Um, so obviously you you book on 
uh, a lot of the websites <clears throat> for various events will have like a, a proper little booking page and you can look onto those. Usually you pick sort of what team you want to go on. Uh, Legion, um, I think Octo as well, fairly sort of detailed in terms of, uh, you know, if there's uniform loadouts, uh, any sort of specific requirements um, for booking it, exactly, on yeah. for each site. Um, and in terms of base camp, etc. Uh, so one of the things that kind of puts people off Milton a little bit is just a little one. <laughs> I've had to hide this up here because my other bottle that I had downstairs was left empty in the back of my cupboard. <gasps> oh no! So yeah, found your stash. That's not me because I would put an empty bottle back. I'd, I'd fill it up <laughs> with some water to try and get the last little bit out the bottom, but. Fucking kids! I bet it was my in terms of where you leave your stuff. So if it's um, so a legion event for example, I was going to say I thought it was your two-year-old. That's why you shit behind the sofa. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. No, that's fine. (laughs) Finished. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, blimey. Yeah, right. So a, um, a Legion event, uh, as Paul alluded to earlier, you know, you, you can be staying in um, like some of the buildings there. Um, so, I mean, for those events, we've, we've usually sort of, for those driven up to where we're staying, offloaded all the kit and then moved the cars and parked them away. Um, and then, you know, you, you've pretty much got a room with all your stuff in. Um, sort of more woodland-based events, you're pretty much out of the Bergen. Um, yep. So, you know, you're obviously carrying everything with you. Uh, for the most part, we do just generally tend to leave that sort of in the camp. Um, Safety-wise, I know this is obviously a bit of a concern that, that some people bring fairly expensive kit with them and obviously don't mm. want to just leave it sitting on the ground. Um, I mean, you know, if you're in a hammock, it's not even, or under a basher, it's not even like necessarily kind of squirreled away. Um, like I see a tent you could shut. Um, so... Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, like when when I run a NATO side, I'll, I'll there'll always be uh, um, like a stag defense uh, based defense uh, unit back there. There'll be always be a team, and it'll be like on a rotation that Mike does mm-hmm. at Legion sort of thing with the whole three hours on, three hours off, doing your doing your different tasking. So one of those taskings will be base defense, and nine times out of ten you'll have the QRF there as well. So you'll have, always have two sections um, at the fob. So your kit, in essence, will be someone will be around it all the time. So, um, and again, it all comes back to honesty guys, doesn't it? I mean, if, if you go to an event and you leave your care out and then when you come back, two or three items have been stolen from it. I mean, I would hit the fucking roof. I would be livid. Um, just the fact that you've gone in there and, and you're trusting that the guys you're with or that you may not have met before. No, but you're all there for the same reason. And um, I've, I've never heard of it before. I must admit, I've been to a lot of events and I've never heard of, at any time of someone's kit being gone through or or something's been stolen, you know what I mean? Nine times out of ten, something's been misplaced or they've put it in one of the hundred pouches they've got. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about myself here. <laughs> but oh, they might be in it. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've touched the two pouches on the comms pouch, <laughs> comms pouch and a new dangle. That's it. But um, do you know what I mean? It, it's, it could be misplaced by something, but I've never, ever heard in my life of, of someone um, nah. who's actually had their gear stolen from at an event. So, I mean, for security point me. of view, I don't think you've got too much to worry about. You, you can take my kit, you can take my gun, take my night vision, take my thermal, but if any fucker touches my blue ribbons, yeah. <laughs> I will find you and I will kill you. That's it. 
<laughs> I was waiting for you to say freedom at the end there, but it was the Blue Ribbon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought he was going to go with as well. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, bit too, it's a bit too north for me. <laughs> I'm chucking my sword around anyway. Oh, yeah. No it's more of that. Might travel, that does. It does get you a lot bothered, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm, I'm the same as you. I've never heard of it either. Oh, you know, no, no. To say, you know, even from a, a skirmish point of view. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, lost it a few field, bits. That's it, exactly. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dropped it, dropped it off the workbench into the into the forefoot of leaves. Yeah, mm. um, swore blind that it's it's missing. But when I've come home and looked in the in the store, I've actually left it at home, or yeah. it's in the car. Um, but you know, never. I, you know, I just. And I think that goes a long way to show the sort of people that, that are in the sport, and they, you know, there's a lot of honesty there. And like I said, I've, I've never, I've never come across theft or anything like that. And I'll be pretty pissed if, uh, if I did come across it, even if it weren't my own kit, I'd be proper angry if it was someone within like the, the, our section sort of thing. You know, yeah, no need for it. But all good that they're. That I've never heard of it, so mm. uh, it only says good things. Harry Badger says, is there a website somewhere to list recommended mill sims? Twenty twenty one is the year. Do my first. Oh, um, good on you, mate! Yeah, website. I think I'll tell Somebody... you what. Actually, a bit of news here because I think, um, oh god, uh, Mr. Hoffman. I think Nations coming back. Yes, I heard rumours through the other day, uh, which would be good. And I believe that Airsoft Nation do a UK map. I don't know if that's just for sites, but I know he does a map, yeah, a, think... a site map sort of thing on, on Airsoft Nation. Located? Harry's, I don't know. Located, you know? Is he, I don't know where Badger's local the, site drop is. Drop in the comments. I don't know Harry, where he is. Where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you, Harry? Where are you? I want to find <laughs> you. Just drops a note because you know I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at spreading my wings a little bit, you know, and I know Mike is as well. Mm. Um, the other missing Mike uh, tonight. And, so and <laughs> exactly that, and, you, and yourself. So if you think we do Apocalypse, which is our home site in Kent, we do ah uh, sites and shops. Says guess. Um, Longmore, which is um, what was it, Hampshire? Hampshire way. Oh, so he's up Norwich, Tuddenham way. So, so we got that, yeah. and we're going to look at potentially um, the, the Sterling event. I'm looking at hopefully trying to get on one of those at the trees, which I think is in Wales. So yeah. you know, definitely, he's not not millions of miles around. So I don't think it's, it's beyond the realms of doing that. You know, we could probably get a few interested, like-minded people on this this podcast to all meet up for an event somewhere and. That'd be great. You know, sling some beef. We'll the no photo invitational. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That. Sounds good to me. You know, and it's it depending on out. what different different level of people are, are at kit wise, jump on and up for and just tear it up up for. You know, you you two can let your hair down and uh, not be sort Beautiful. of dictated to by the routines for once and um I'd love it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would you know what, I'd really I'd really enjoy I'd really would like to do an op four event one day. I was thinking of buying an AK today, actually. I was thinking, oh, oh, I'd love to do Opal and just like run around with that. You seen the new Bolt AK has just come out? Yeah, I was looking at the E&L ones, um, but I, it did lead me onto the Bolt one. Oh, yeah. is it is it in the uh, in the Octo rules, isn't it? Just remember, you're a PMC, so no gold AKs. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> gold AKs. <laughs> <laughs> There is a um on Facebook, uh Harry, there is a Milsim UK news and events group. Uh, it's a private group that you can join. Um yep. usually a lot of the sort of Milsim events and stuff get posted in there. Um so yeah, I mean that's that's another one. 
if you're interested. What's the other one that um, Trolley went to? The, is it the NAE? Oh, NAE is good, event. yeah. Oh, there, down at, down at New yeah, Forest in Ringwood. So that could that be something really that we all, we all link together event. and... No, no, just as a just a yeah. general shoot around. No, I'd definitely be up for that. I'm going to get a um because I always go to NA. I'd like collecting their patches, um so you get like an annual patch every time you go. Um, but I'm going to be getting a NoFo flag uh, to put on the on the flagpole uh, um, that I normally run as well. So um, hopefully what, we can uh, the flagpole do some sort of. <laughs> I, do, I actually do have a flagpole out the back. It was it was an old washing I'm, line. But I why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, well, that sounds good. Uh, sure we can sort something out. I mean, it might be this year is a bit of a tits up right off for everyone getting together. Oh, it's definitely something we should consider for the future. Just Harry to get wants to travel and... anywhere for a weekend, no further. Right, leave that with us, Harry. We'll we'll uh, we'll, come we'll, up we'll, we'll come up with something. We'll put we'll bang heads together and see what we can do. Yeah. After the last year, eighteen month, well, a year or so that we've had now, I think we could all do with a jolly good blowout. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> excited that people want to spend time with me. <laughs> Now, to the old mic, spoken about it's the that. sweets. It's the sweets. It's the sweets, yeah. Uh, question, from the Simon came the on, uh, <laughs> question from Simon came in on Facebook. Okay, question for tonight. What has been your favourite meal sim? And if you could move it to another site, where would that be? Let's keep this one quick because I'm conscious of the time. Um, and there's a few other questions I want to try and get in. So let's do quite quick fire. Lance. Okay, Mike Fraser, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, my favourite one was DEA. Uh, versus cartel. We had two cartels, a police force and a DEA. That was your one, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> Motherfucker. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was good. So that one, that was good. And the reason that one's good, we were in. Uh, so we were like a six to eight man DEA team. Uh, mm. The cartels were about fifteen people each, uh, and I think the police force was probably about ten ish. Um, I, I... What? Oh, I like what? events. <laughs> Cool, keep that pose. <laughs> oh, I like events with like lots of dynamics going on. So like you've got mm. lots of different groups, lots of different factions, um, you know, and it, it's that kind of interplay between everyone. Um, I, I don't mind an event that's just like red versus blue. Um, but for me, it's like a little bit more interesting when you've got like opportunities to team up with other factions to go and do a mission. Um yeah. Ideally, they wouldn't just immediately start shooting you afterwards because I find that kind of reduces the dynamic a little bit. I like to kind of let, like, like where where one faction then decides that they're going to fall out with another faction. It's nice to have that over a period of time because um, yeah. otherwise, I find that well, we're friends with those people. No, now we're not friends with those people. No, wait, now we are friends with those people. It just gets confusing because you don't really know who you're shooting. Yeah. Um, but that that's for me. That, that's the best one. Uh, where it is, I don't really mind. I'd like. I just love every event to be at Longwall, personally. But... <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. sorry. Just very quickly, I did a really good zombie meal sim as well uh, at Longmore, uh with uh, Battle Stations Activity Centres. They ran that, um, and we were in a three. We were in two three-man fire teams for Recent. NATO for the whole of Longmore. Um, we had uh, there was like a national defense force that comprised of about 10 people, uh, and there was I think about 10 people on the zombie side as well. Um, and they basically just dressed up like zombies for the weekend, and we had to like fight zombies at Longmore. Honestly, it was amazing. <laughs> that does sound wicked. I'd love to do like an apocalyptic so event. much fun! So That'd much fun. Cool. Sorry, anyway, there that's mine. Go on uh, in, Paul. Paul. I'm still thinking now because I've had to choose a different one. <laughs> Paul, Paul. Um, I thought he was going to say I thought he was going to say a DA event because that's one that Lance couldn't make. 
<laughs> no, I think for me, um, it's got to be my first event. Yeah, it has to be. I've banged on about it four, five, six times already tonight. So, um, yeah, Legion, Legion events, uh, Glad Two, I think it was. Um, so we rocked up there, you know, it, and it all it built up from the get go. So um, it was myself, Sean, Steve, Dennis, and Sam Jarrett. You know, and Sean come and picked me up. So I was all packed, ready. Come, he picked me up from a house. Then we're in the car. So the road trip's on. Down to meet Jarrett at his house. Everyone else met up around there. Loaded the trailer up with a couple of bits and pieces. Jib straight down to Cobham. Great in. Dirty KFC. You know, and it was, it oh, was that build-up. It was just that, that whole build-up to it. Mm. And from there, you're outside the gate waiting to go in. You're all chatting banters and all that sort of stuff. And then you're in, you know, and we stayed overnight. You're in, you're talking to people. Then, then just it was just from the next day. Then, and you, you're in. You're setting your kit up. You know, you're actually in an MOD base, which you know is, is fantastic. That's it, mate. It's a location on in itself. It's just a hundred percent. You're in the you're in and... the area that they 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 train in. So their casings are all over the floor still, even though you're told you know strict instructions don't take any of them off the site. But just they're just they're they're surrounding you, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you, and, you, and the next thing, it's just like right here we go. Um, and it, you know we're going to do a riot at eleven o'clock. Okay, we'll do a riot. Fantastic. Um, but then you know we want to build it up gem- like gently throughout the day, um, uh, and then all of a sudden there was this group of guys that were Chinese or something like that, and they decorated the front of their house with all the propaganda, and they just thought, went fuck it, no, I'm not waiting all day to kick this off, and they just went mental, and it was literally <laughs> from that riot all the way through, non-stop. You know, mm-hmm. and you you were you you were just fucking banging on at the blue four. Blue four were coming out and smashing you up. You were giving it back. There was a massive firefight in the woods that literally was like lone survivor. You had about six guys on the blue four, absolutely stayed. So their your FOB, your main base was at the main. Um, uh, yeah, the main fob. The main Where fob, yeah, yeah, on top of the hill. So the they big, were all big in one. there. You, uh, the, the six guys were down the bottom of the hill in the woods, right down the bottom of the Woodlands Hill, and we were in between the main base and these guys down the bottom, and they were sending fire up the hill. We had the elevated position. We were firing tag rounds. We were sniping. It literally was like out of Lone Survivor. And then we just, at the end of it, there was just like fucking six of them dead on the floor. But it was just, it was, it was intense. You know I mean, mm, then, mm. the next thing you know, we take the Alamo. Great. And then there's just like, 200 fucking Mark 5s going over the wall with a load of you know, gay <laughs> blooming, um, smokes. And then we're in there, and then you've missed your sleep spot. Right, well, your sleep spot's one till three in the morning. Well, sorry, you can't be relieved. You know, you, you, you're going to have to stay up. Shit, right, it, yeah. then, then you're on half hours kip, and there's a lesson learned in not carrying food and drink with you. Because guess mm. what? You're hungry and you're thirsty. And That's it was it. just that Absolutely. whole thing. You know, and you get back. And it's home, like you said, just... mate. It, it, it takes events like that for you to realise, you know, and for you to for, to to sort your kit out in a way that next time I'll right, I must take a day sack with me. I must take. We this were hiding because you never know. Hiding guns in the loft, in the mm. in the rooms, we had to go and hide guns in the woods. You know, and then when you get home, you sit down and thought, "Fucking what a weekend!" You know, I've, mm. I've made I've made friends. The, the the brotherhood that you've got between people you play with on a skirmish, and then you go and do a milsim. That that there is just as close to probably you know the, the whole band of brothers bit that I'll ever get because I'm non-serving. But that camaraderie, exactly right, yeah. that that bit where you're looking out for each other is just there immediately. 
Mm, um, for sure, mate. And it was just fucking an absolute spanking weekend. So I would do that. I wouldn't change where. I would just leave it at that same place because to me, that that to me is 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 it's a bit of a mecca for mm. me. That place now it'll always have a mm. place in here. Um, and, and if I could just do three or four meal sims there a year, I'd be golden. That'd be me happy. I'd be happy, boy, as well, mate. I mean, for me, uh, I wouldn't say I don't know if it's going to be a complaint. I'd, I'd say the Falklands event we done at APOC. Oh, that was good. Yeah, I got. I must say, for for how hard it was, and it was a hard event, and there was no fob, there was no harbour area. It was it, you, you started at the bottom of the hill, and by the end of the weekend, you had to be at the other side of the map, um, taking the last objective, if you like. Um, and that for me was probably one of the best events I've done. That I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed that event because it was hard. It was a really hard event, and everyone put 110. percent There was no slacking because you couldn't because of the numbers you had. You couldn't afford for someone to say, "Oh, do you know what, lads? Don't fancy it." You had, you had, you had no choice. Otherwise, you'd end up losing so much ground that's taking you hours to gain. You'd, you'd be starting again from scratch again in the morning, and it's just and like that's, no, that's, the, that's one of the bits I'm quite looking forward to now. So the Longmore side of stuff, on an op four perspective, and probably blue four to a degree, you could take everything. You can take the kitchen sink. You can take, mm. you know, you can take a four ring gas burner. You, you take what you like, and, and that's fantastic. You know what I mean? Because you've got a little bit of luxury, a bit of comfort. But when you're out there, you're in this base. Uh, and, and all that sort of stuff but then you know the flip side to that is it'll be nice to do one where you've got to think smart you carry what yeah you're, you're fighting use. off your back basically you're living off your yeah. back basically for, for that, exactly for that, that event. you know and, and, and going with one of those i think to experience that and then that will get your again the mindset around how you pack your kit you know mm, how quick sure, you can mate. put up your basher and your and your your, your hammock how quick mm. you can take it down you know how quick you can throw it in your bag but still find stuff when you need it that's, that's the, it, that's, exactly. the, that's the next bit, you know. Mm, for sure, and I mean that one bit that sticks out for me at that event. If I could relive that moment, if you like, would be uh, when we held the comms up, and there was no cover, there was nothing. All there yeah. was was a yellow, largest sort of utility hut thing <laughs> in the middle of, of the wood. And there is nothing very, there, is there? with very little, apart from your belt buckle on the floor. That was the only thing that you had as cover. And we, I think it was, I think we had. To, I'm not sure. I can't remember rightly. Simon might be able to tell me. I can't remember if it was two hours or three hours you had to hold each location for. I think it was two. I might be wrong. But for two hours, uh, we held that, and it was it was fantastic. And we were literally crawling from left to right. We got we managed to get one – in that two hours, we managed to get one resupply um, to bomb up our mags again, and that was it. Oh, three – sorry, yeah, three hours. Yeah, so yeah. Three, three hours we held that. that the thing is, though, was, for me, that was probably one of the best moments within an event. Uh, if apart the, if from, the whole event went to shit, and you just took those three hours out of it. That's it. Oh, mate, yeah, that made what? it for me. Yeah, I'm done. I'm happy with that. And from <laughs> sort of running the team to looking around and so everyone's checking all their arcs. I mean, you haven't got to tell anyone what they're doing. They're all doing what they're doing. 360 degrees, we're getting it from, and everyone's covering 360 degrees. You know, if it was uh, Gary Mount, where we sniper section over there, I've got Dan and Stuart looking down the hill to, 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 uh, to our six o'clock. There's me, Dom, and Mark Kettles up the hill. Just fanning out, Mike's there with the LMG, it just, and it was just, it, it was just brilliant. I was my own in a bush. It was brilliant, <laughs> was like, but it worked. Do you know what I mean? Okay. It was quality. It was quality. Yeah, it was really I good. Get sent out on outpost duty for some reason. Not sure why. You're so good at it. Mike, go over there. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that lad in fury. Got the hill. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Off you go. 
Can I take my rations and a bottle of water? Yeah, just go. go See, it's, it's like Simon's just said there in the chat. See, and that's where the DPM Woodland DPM comes into its own. Yeah. At an event like that, do you know what I mean? You, you, you're invisible pretty much in the, in mm. when you're in dense when you're under a dense canopy and that, and there's a lot of darkness and there's evergreens and there's a mixture of foliage and stuff. DPM Woodland is they're not thick trees either, are they? There, they're not. No, they're very sort of thin, skinny sort of trees but the cover uh, is sort of coppice type yeah but it's really good it's, it's, it's i mean and it worked for us i mean it had to really because we didn't have a lot, great deal of choice we had nothing we sort of got there and it was like uh and the cover is uh where exactly <laughs> the bergens at one point so it was really the first initially yeah we was using the bergens when we were the first contact when we sort of the, from the beachhead going up to the first objective it was right we tried it with the bergens ditch your bergens and it was just literally belt kit your fighting order until we took the objective and then it was like half the team went down recovered their bergens brought them up to the first objective then the other half went and got theirs and then we held that for three hours and it's push out to the next objective another three hours three hours three hours i think there was six six key points on the whole ao throughout the whole weekend that we had to hold and then obviously we done them all it was the last objective and that's when we got sort of pipped at the post but you know we've got 11 keep hold of one haven't we so yeah <laughs> right we should probably, probably call it a night actually uh we've been we've, we've running for, for one more uh, well, I was just going to talk about the competition quickly. So, if anyone wants to throw a last-minute chat into the the chat, um, a question into the chat, um, and then I'll I'll pick from that. Um, but we will just talk about the competition. So, this is currently where we're sitting at with our Milsim in a bag giveaway. Um, so, this is all included in our Milsim in a bag uh, for our little care package. Um, we'll be sharing this on on Instagram over the next week as well. Um, mm -hmm. Thanks everyone to. Well, basically, just thanks everyone because I mean we've had people sharing this on our posts. We've had people contributing yeah. stuff to the giveaway. Um, if if people haven't given us an actual item, they've thrown money at us. It's just like genuinely it's been brilliant. Away it's been, by how much yeah. people with this. It's been um, really humbling, guys, to see the people that have got in touch and 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 donated their time and 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 in, and in some cases money and and items of kit and things like that. So we are yeah, eternally grateful for everyone who's got behind this. You know. Can't, can't thank you a lot enough. So, yeah, you're, you're a cracking lot of lads. So, thank you very yeah. much. And we, we have had a, quite a few submissions and things come in already, nominations. Um, but that's not to say, you know, that we, we've picked one yet. So, mm -hmm. we're going to be running this until June. So, just, you know, keep sharing it. That'd be great. Yep, absolutely. Um, oh, just to go back to that picture, sorry, Mike, as well. Of, of that, yeah, that is sure. a picture of the kit. Um, there is a couple of items in that picture that won't be in the kit physically themselves, but, but something like, for example, the roll mat. It's not that roll map, but we just wanted to show in the image that, that this this is what's included. So it might not necessarily be that roll map, but it will be a roll map, just so you get the idea of of the scale, if you like. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just to point that out. But and yeah, it's a well kept it's floor a, as well. It's a lovely kept floor, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well done, me. <laughs> <laughs> Quite jealous that, of that kit, that, actually. Has that, look. has that been cleaned when you did your judo kick? Your ass dragging across that floor. Oh, no. Honestly, it was like slow mo. I was like, no. I just see my, my son's looked up from his iPad and gone, uh. <laughs> just see this socked foot coming at him. <laughs> <laughs> he was all right. Uh, right, we haven't had any more questions for you, so I'm just going to pick a random one. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Um, Everyone was commenting on your uh, on your leg, Paul. So uh, Andy said his chief not wearing bottoms. Gaz says teasing do. us with a flash of leg, and Andy says he always he does it. Go on to his OnlyFans page for more. <laughs> oh yeah, sack back and crack. 
there's yeah. always a bit of there's always a bit of inner thigh flash from 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 the chief. <laughs> I, uh, I yeah, I do wear trousers where I have to, but more often than not, <laughs> I just no, just let them go. Just uh, yeah, boys are out the barracks for the day. <laughs> They've got a weekend pass. Everyone into the chat. Really important question, Lance. What products do you use on that awesome beard? Oh, a goat blood. <laughs> no, I've got an oil. If he's being genuine, it's all, it's called Grizzly Beard. It's called Grizzly Beard Oil. A three, <laughs> beer three and one. A little bit of two stroke mixed in with it for good measure. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Grizzly Beard, mate. Grizzly Beard. Last one of the evening is Paul still wanting his ceiling pebble dashing. <laughs> oh, you forgot about that. <laughs> To be fair, I've been sat here waiting. The wife might get a little bit emotional now because that part is above the baby's crib. So, <laughs> yes, and, uh, I'll tell you what you work. could have done, Paul. You should have gone straight upstairs and wiped your foot on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've got this covered. So right, love. Ceiling sorted, 100%. Looks pucker. You can have a look. <laughs> I'll say that the final thing that I'll, I will chuck into this whole thing around Milsims, right, is that as as nice as it is doing the bit when you're out in the field and you're running around and you're slinging BBs, you're on Intel, you're gathering whatever you need to gather. The absolute gem of all of it from me is that little bit of downtime when you learn a little bit about someone that you didn't know. Mm. And, and it, it amazes me through the conversations that I have that the, the similarities that people have got in life away from airsoft but just in life in general is is quite you know it's quite big from you know things that are very close personal and emotional to just generally things that you might have done in the past and things like that so mm, as mm, equal mm. as it is to go there with that mindset of you know i'm going to smash this event we're going to do this we're going to do that just you know for me make the time just to grab that five minutes and have a random conversation with somebody because it's amazing this what you learn yeah. over the you know that course of a weekend by talking to two, three, four different people mm. um, about how you know similar everyone is. And that's what uh, we said on the previous episode. Mike, uh, uh, Mr. Fraser definitely mentioned it about not just staying back. You know, I mean, you know, getting into the cliques and all that sort of thing. You know, just have a chat with someone. You know, what I mean, just approach someone and get involved. You know, like he's like you said. You know, if if it's a cold night sort of thing, you want to stag somewhere and you're 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 being put in a position with someone that you don't really know. Crack a ball, sweet out, yeah, mate cheer you up a bit have a sweet you know what i mean it's amazing what you can do have a chat and a conversation to get to know sort of like-minded people it's wicked you know don't try not to keep yourself to yourself i know it can be a bit daunting mm. and intimidating but no, yeah so it does it. sometimes it does take <laughs> it, yeah, if it you've does had the balls to go to an part. event and take part then you know this is the easy bit now it does take that leap of faith sometimes to, to take that next step beyond the initial question of all right mate and then they yeah. go, all right. And then you walk your separate ways. You know, all right, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. You're all right. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, what you got to there. And then that's, you know, that's it. You know, and that's mm. that's how I've kind of, you know, sort of grown my my knowledge of, you know, people that that, that go along and and built that friendship and those bridges along the way. So, you know, don't just use ask, it just as a big session. Use it as a as a you know a bit of time just to get to know people and and then before you know it, you you're no longer that. This is my first raw event. You're you're mm. then in that. Well, actually, if I go to the next one there, I know 10 people, you know, or, or that's whatever, it, mate. Exactly. That, that will then grow. I've you, 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 on the Legion events that I met 
two, three years ago, and they went, oh, hi, Mike. And I was like, oh, my God, it's you. No, we, yeah, had, yeah. we actually had a little cuddle. You know, it's, it's, it's lovely. Beautiful. I love really it. Really nice. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, because you start with like your first events, like you're you're a spider with no web, and then you do that one event, you meet a couple of people, and it starts to bridge out. Then you do another. They tell you, "Oh, come to this event." You pop over there, and, and it, it gets bigger and bigger, and suddenly you've got this massive network on your Milsim web, if you like, of pals, contacts, uh, event organizers that you've got on well with. It's been a really good event, blah blah blah, and and characters that are stuck in your mind from previous events. You you stay in touch with all the time. And it's like that, then that's the a, a micro community within a bigger community, isn't it? At the end of the day, exactly. So. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, a few guys that have been worked through COVID and all that sort of stuff, you know, from the Legion events. I've met them a mm. couple of times. Literally, jump on Facebook. Do you know what I mean? They're in the in the in the Op Four chat or the NATO chat or whatever. You know, they've been a bit. I'm just dropping a note. How you doing? I hope you're, all right. I hope yeah. you're on the mend. Yeah, and it's it takes no time at all to ask how someone is. Does it? Do you know what I mean? No, exactly that. So you know, and then that's. That's that for me. I know that's a bit of a deep thing to sort of finish up on, but well, nice tea for you, Paul. I say, yeah, I haven't had, had, had a drink yet. I'm on the coffee. I'm working tonight. Well, that's the trouble. I've, I've had a drink now, so I'm going to you know sit here and start crying. But, I mean, there's one important thing, which is if you meet Lance, make sure you ask him for an autograph or a photo. Oh. That's just just make sure you do that. Yeah, not a dick pic because you'll regret it. He'll, he'll send you one every night for for a year. Yeah, it'll be on a little passport size, little passport size one. <laughs> There you go. Right. That's the end of tonight. Uh, if you want to get in touch, email us at nofochat at hotmail.com. Instagram is November underscore Foxtrot Thunder, underscore nofo. Facebook is November Foxtrot nofo. And YouTube Facebook is November no Foxtrot. No, I got no, through no, it without no. getting that wrong. Shut up. Yeah. I would do Sorry, a drum roll on the table with no, no, the camera turn off. No one was listening. Can you do it again? Yeah, no, I can't do it again. It's once, you do it backwards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for commenting and getting involved tonight. Next week, we are talking team roles and tactics, part two. Cream so, rolls? Uh, oh, us. Love a cream, cream roll. Cream roll, yeah. And more so, tactics. Uh, Sticky you finger. Oh. In the meantime, I'm going to take these two away from you. So uh, we'll see finger. you all soon. Stay late. Nice. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs>